You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Alan and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Alan Jerry's post game podcast. All right, here we go. We do a podcast. It's a Thursday. It's ugly out, but so be it. What can you do? But we'll bring you some sunshine. That was kind of weird. Al, what's up, man? Oh, hi, Jerry. I'm wondering if you'd notice this listening to Carton and Roberts. Uh, I've been listening on the radio.com app. When they come back from break with bumper music, yeah. you know, I always play the intros to songs, you know, the, the classic way of doing it. Right. They've changed it up here. They come out of the break with the the chorus of the song. Yes, I like it. Yeah, I like it too, but now I can't steal it because no, you cannot. that's their thing. But I do like how it's we play similar type music. Right. So I like that they're doing it different than we've been doing it. But it's kind of cool to hear. But amazing is how much of the music Evan does not know. Oh my gosh, they were going through Evan's iPod, as they said it the other day. And yeah. Yeah, he had some terrible songs in there. But yeah, Evan is not a music guy. He's a sports guy, not a music guy. But uh, yeah, I just thought that was interesting. And I thought... I always thought it would be distracting. Some people even say, oh, it's distracting like when I play the song intros and it hits the first verse that, oh, they're talking over the vocals. But I do not find it distracting. Maybe because Craig has a loud voice. It's not distracting. And it and it, it's kind of what I've always said, too. And I'm, I, it's amazing to me that no one has done it since because I would love – but you don't want to be a ripoff. Right. I would love – to do a sports show, whether it's an hour or two hours or through whatever, with that with that music that I like underneath me, the way Pharrell used to do it. Yeah, I don't think it's yeah, I don't think it's distracting. And I think when you have a a pause and a thought or whatever, you can kind of bring the music slightly up and you can kind of rock out. For I just think it's a, I think it's a great format. I really do. Yeah, but I agree. No one's done it since, and that's no. a credit to him, I guess. I would love to. Yeah, well, probably uh, no matter where you work, the program directors would tell you not to do it, or they'd say you don't have the rights to play them. That was the thing we always get, like that you only have the rights to play 60 seconds. Right, right. That was not the case with him. For whatever he did, he played music. <laughs> right. right, or I guess you you could make loops of 60 seconds, 60 seconds, and 60, you know, keep s- switching it out, I you guess. You could, that's a, that's a lot it. of work. It is a lot of work, Jerry. So I do like that. I do find that interesting on Carton and Roberts. Uh, I did purchase this morning during the show. We were talking about uh, litter, like I don't like litter, and -hmm. I don't like litter in my neighborhood. I did purchase on Amazon, very cheap, a a litter stick, a litter grabber. $20. $8. Yeah, I was going to say, those things don't uh, exactly cost much. Yeah, it was a it's a plastic thing with a handle, and it's got like the, the gripper on the bottom, so it'll pick things up off the off the ground, and then I can throw it into a garbage bag. Now, uh, I'm going to start doing that. Did it also come with the metal detector and the black socks for you to be able to go <laughs> hang out on the beach like a <laughs> dork and look for uh, change? <laughs> no, what I, ooh, you know what I should have got? I should have got like um, an orange vest that I could wear while I'm picking up the trash. Oh my God. Now, that would have been something. The yeah, only problem I'm is... I'm doing it. The only issue with that is just be careful you don't get picked up by a bus that's got prisoners in it. Right. They think that they left one behind. Hop in, sir. <laughs> what? Uh, and I and I walk into, like, I step the first couple steps onto the bus to see what the guy's talking about, and then all of a sudden the door closes yes. behind me, and I'm and you're heading the taken wrong way. to prison. <laughs> wrong way prison. 
I don't want that, Jerry. But I feel like I'm going to just 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 my block. Just I'm going to do a circle around the block, and I'm just going to clean up the neighborhood. Maybe I do it when I take the dog for a walk. There you go. You know, maybe I bring that stick with me. Walk around with the garbage stick. Yeah. Like I said, I'm not blaming the people that live here. I think a lot of it is because the wind up near the beach is more fierce that it blows things out of people's garbages. I'm sure it does. And the garbage that's up by the beach. You know, the boardwalking thing? Instead of being a dog walker, you should be a garbage walker and see if you can get, like, homes and people to pay you to clean up around their area. (laughs) To just walk around cleaning up uh, the neighborhood? You are the wanderer. Yeah, I'm getting it. That's going to be exciting. You're out anyway. What the hell? I'm out at, right. I'm out anyway. May as well because it does bug me when I walk around and I see litter. Right. So why not? Why? Why do I expect someone else to pick that up? I'll I totally. Pick it up. I got you. So I'm going to do that. So look for me in Bradley Beach. I do need to look for an orange vest now. I do have an orange hat which I could wear. It's a good thing Christmas is coming. You just gave your moms uh, an idea for a gift. Orange vest. Orange orange vests. Seven of okay. them for every day of the week. Mm, perfect. What else do I have on here, Jerry? Oh, I do see that, uh, you know, uh, I don't know if you did this with your kids when they were younger, Elf on a Shelf. Did you do that? Of course. They're now making mini masks for Elf on a Shelf so that your Elf on a Shelf could have a mask on. All right. I mean, that's, And I believe it's being, it. they're doing them for charity. So oh, that's okay. kind of interesting and that's kind of funny. That's a good idea then. Elf on a Shelf with your mini, mini mask. When at what age does that stop Elf on a Shelf? Um, I'm sorry for yawning. I'm exhausted today. You're tired. Um, yeah, it's been a long day. Um, I would say right around tenish. Because how old is your youngest son? Now? Ten. He's ten, and you didn't do it. Did you do it last we year? We did do it last year, but we certainly so felt it. like it was it. Right. <laughs> it was like maybe one year too many. Yeah, it was it was stretching to be quite it honest. It was stretching it, but so now you won't even attempt it this year. I think you no, know, I mean I think we'll do it with the understanding it is what it is. Like it's it's a it's a holiday decoration. It's got meaning to it for a kid growing up. Mm-hmm. And it's kinda like the whole, you know, Santa Claus thing. It you know, Santa Claus may not be a real person that goes down the chimney, but it doesn't mean that you can't have that spirit right. and that idea. You know, like so the you- so you could still hide Elf on a shelf, but there's no fooling that it's right. hiding itself. Yeah. He knows the, hey, I'm going to look to see where you guys hid this Elf on a shelf. I think so. Or that I just, like. Or, wow, I'm really hard. Or it yeah, you're going to make t- someone sleepy because yawning is you, contagious. Man. I mean, this someone is drive like, right off the side of the road. I don't usually have this issue. <laughs> I, you know what it is? We had our Zoom meeting with the bosses. Yeah, which was very long. And I just, at, at the end of it, to do this, I reconnected and I just kind of sat back in my chair. I don't oh, think you I should do that. I should have. Yeah, I usually do the podcast standing up. Yeah. And today I'm not, and that's clearly a mistake. <laughs> the minute I sit down on a couch, forget it. It's over. Yeah. That's why I try to like sit on an uncomfortable chair, stand up when you can. Yeah, I've hear, you know I've had an dog. issue in my house lately, which has been good because we haven't had too much baseball, and now we're done. We finished this weekend with our tournament, yeah. so it's back to it. Really, is back to the pandemic time where all of a sudden my nights have become free, which is weird to not have mm-hmm. to go run all over the place for practice for this, practice for that, and so I legit can go to sleep now at seven thirty unless there's a game on, and so I know I'm not staying up. But after dinner at whatever, 6 o'clock, we're probably done for dinner. We're done with dinner by 6, I would say. I have that hour and a half to maybe two hours. I'm going to stay up till 8 o'clock. And I've got my one son. They rotate with their PS4, and, you know, they're on with their friends in the, in the family room. Then my wife has the TV going in the living room. I'm not going to kick her out of there. Right. And then it's like, where am I going? And I really don't want to go sit in the basement, which is done, and there's no reason why I can't. We have a TV, and it's all set up, and we have a couch, and it's fine. But then I feel like I might as well just go to bed if I'm in right. the basement. And so I find myself going upstairs and putting TV on at 730, like you and Eddie. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Eddie's already I, asleep an hour. I don't – right. That's fair. And I don't last long. Like, it's – that's it. Out. See ya. Good night. Yeah, the minute I, I uh, sit down, like what you were yawning before, that's every phone call to Gina at the end of the night. I feel bad for there. you that there are phone calls. She's like, are you going to sleep soon? I'm like, oh, no. Now, let me ask you this. Yeah. Because I find this fascinating. I am not going to say who it is. Okay. And I don't even think you know him. But there is someone that I that I deal with on a, on a semi-regular basis that will occasionally call me around the 8 o'clock hour. And I get mm-hmm. it. For the rest of the world, 8 o'clock is not late. 
Right. And I'll pick it up because it might be important. But I will tell him when he says, what are you doing? I will say, I'm about to go to sleep because i got to get up at 2.30. Right. To where he then proceeds to continue talking. Yeah. Which drives me nuts. That's very strange. Does she at least understand when you say... She does. Okay. That's a, you know what? That is a check mark on the right side for her. And if she doesn't, if I do, when she hears me yawn, then she takes that as a signal. Right, and, and rightly so. Right. Because you wouldn't call her at 1130 at night and say, what are you doing? And if she said, about <laughs> to go to sleep, be like, well, you know, I don't talk to you about Boomer. Right. Like, got no, it. No, you're right. Go you're get right. some sleep. And finally, Jerry, uh, Japan has a bear problem, evidently. There are bears in Japan. So what they've done is they've built monster wolf robots. They're robots that look like monster wolves. Oh, you're kidding. I I thought they looked like giraffes. And they're using them (laughs) to scare off the bear. (laughs) All right, does it work? I guess it is working so far. Bears do not want to fight. Oh, Oh, geez, she's got to go out. I mean, how do scarecrows work? They don't even do anything. I know. Do they think it's a farmer? And by the way, I don't see crows being scared of people if you're not attacking them. And then how come, you ever see, I know you don't play golf, but there are certain golf courses, they will put a stationary picture of a dog up. Right. To scare what away? It's not moving. They do that near the lakes because they don't want the geese all Does it around work? pooping. No, the geese are walking around right by the thing. Wow. All right. I think right, it's Jerry, time for you to get your garbage out. stick and take the dog out. All right, Jerry, we'll see you tomorrow on a Friday. And the warm-up show is next. Soup! This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Good morning, campers. Alan Jerry. No guests, no calls, and no real content. Yeah, no headsets either. It's 502 right here on what? the fan. Rooney, what is up? It is the warm-up show. I'm in New York City. Al Dukes is down the Jersey Shore, and I'll bring him in in a second when I can actually hear him, which I can right now. And I'm going to start with this, Al. I'm going to say, number one, good morning. How are you, Oh, good sir? morning, Jerry. Hi. Good. Very well. Thank you. Very difficult day yesterday, Al. Very difficult day for me. Um, you know, I've had some trouble with my eyesight recently. Eh, it happens. I don't really Getting take... older. Well, I don't really look at it that way. I just kind of feel like certain things I can't see. I'm okay with that. This I'm not okay with. One thing I have told you for years and years and years and years I've been very proud of is that I have never had to take medicine for anything. You're an anti-medicine guy. I'm not anti-medicine. I've just never had anything that has needed medicine on a daily basis. Well, when when something was suggested for your urinating all night long, you said, uh, I'll just continue to get up and urinate all night long. Don't need the medicine. Not life-threatening. Got it. That's an inconvenience. Mm -hmm. Not life-threatening. I'll deal with it. It's whatever. This one bothers me. So, you know, I went and had the physical last week. Right. Had the blood work done. Mm-hmm. Yesterday, I got the call. Uh-oh. Not good, Al. Not Cholesterol? Good. Horrendous. Really? He, so he starts this way. And we'll get to all your sports stuff in just one second. But I figured you'd be interested in this. So he starts it this way. He goes, you know what? Blood sugar, great. No diabetes. Levels look really good. Blah, blah. All these different things they checked. Everything looks wonderful. He goes, but I got to ask you about your diet. He goes, you eat a lot of fast food? <laughs> no, none, actually. He's, oh, that's interesting. Uh, do you have this? Do you have that? Nope, nope, nope. He goes, well, your bad cholesterol level is through the roof. Mm-hmm. He goes, we need to get on that now. So I guess a good low cholesterol number is 130. Is that right? Uh, that sounds about right, Jerry. Mine was 195. 194. You're still under 200. Yeah, but that's not good, though. I'm no, 65 points beyond what it's supposed to be. Oh, yeah, that's... Well, it's all that fast food you're eating, Jerry. I don't eat fast food. I don't eat that stuff. i to cut out those fried burgers <laughs> you're eating every night. Uh, Al, I haven't had a burger in years. I have I have turkey burgers and veggie burgers. you got to cut out those lard sandwiches you've I been eating. I don't eat lard. 
Oh, so yeah, I got it. What is it? Lipitor? Is that what it is? Yeah. Oh, look at you, old man Lipitor. I don't I don't like this. So this started last night. I took my first pill. I think my dad's on that, Jerry. No worries. He's uh, 77. <laughs> you suck. You know what? I better check uh, those chips I eat every day, all day long. I got to check to see if they've got cholesterol now, in them. That's a great question, and I don't know the answer to that. I did tell him my one uh, my one guilty pleasure are multi-grain Tostito scoops. Mm-hmm. Uh-oh. So he didn't. I, I'm not even sure. He, he didn't go they, like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm not sure he even knew what they were, to be quite honest with you. Oh. But I did admit that I do eat those. Not as much as you, but every Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, I do eat in a ridiculous amount. Chips. Yeah, I do enjoy those with the salsa. So it was a very, and that was the other thing. He goes, he goes, do you not eat fruits and vegetables? I mean, yes, I do every yeah, day. Yeah, you're a good eater, Jerry. I do. I eat blueberries almost every day, an apple almost every day. My wife makes me spinach probably three, four nights a week. Like, come on, this so so, this this got to me. So you're now on Lipitor. Let me see the side. I'm on the old man track. Let me see what side effects this oh. has, Jerry. Well, he told me the only side effect mm-hmm. he thought that I might have, which I mean, one day want to have none, it could be like muscle soreness, but so, right. so far nothing. And he gave me a really small dosage. You got to, if you have dark urine, Jerry, you've got to uh, to tell your doctor. Well, what does that mean? It could be a, li- it could be hurting your liver. Oh yeah. Well, he said in six months we're going to recheck just to make sure all the functions are fine. Also, if you have a rash or itching. Itching where? Be careful, especially of the face, tongue, or throat. Oh. <laughs> My tongue. <laughs> so far, I'm good. Wow, I, you got the uh, you well, on the Lipitor. I love it, Jerry. I love it. I, love know, it, love I it. knew you would. I knew you would. I figured you would feel better about yourself because you take that stupid acid reflux stuff every day. Oh, I t- yes, uh, Nexium. I'm on the Nexium, Jerry. Man, this has become old man radio. Mm-hmm. What are you on? Give us a call. What's your meds? <laughs> there you go. Callers. Call it 877-337-6666. Tell us what you got. What's in your what's oh, in your medicine cabinet? I got to tell you, man. Just brutal. Anyway. Jerry, I feel like the Mets have set themselves up for a have to sign Trevor Bauer now. It's set up. They, if Why? they don't, because Sandy Alderson was gushing about Trevor Bauer. Which we discussed yesterday, yes. Which we discussed the yesterday. Yep. Then it got back to Trevor Bauer after he won the Cy Young Award. Yep. Which the very you knew first, was going to happen. By the way, the very first Cincinnati Red to ever win the Cy Young Award. Right. Seemed odd, right? I feel like when I was a kid, the Reds had good pitchers. Right. Mario Soto. He never won. Mario Soto. <laughs> That's... <laughs> <laughs> That's the first Reds pitcher that came to mind. Mario Soto. Mario is Soto. The first Reds pitcher that comes to mind. Yeah, really. He's still alive. What about Tom Seaver? Well, I kind of feel like he was on the back end of the career, but <laughs> when he got to the Reds, that's <laughs> pretty funny. I, I get it, but you, Mario Soto. Mario Soto, Jerry, a, a win loss record of one hundred and ninety two. By the he way, played, played for the Reds over five hundred. 11 years. He was a three-time All-Star, and he is in the Reds Hall of Fame. I didn't say he's not a great pitcher. Mm-hmm. I just, I don't know. When I think when you say Reds pitcher, I actually think Tom Seaver. I don't know why. Yeah. I don't know why. It's funny. I'm a Mario Soto guy. That's okay. This is the, the, the world is divided. Some people like Mario Soto. Some people like Tom Seaver. Anyway, it got back to Trevor Bauer, and he was like, I loved what Sandy Alderson was saying. I am a big city pitcher. We are in the entertainment business. Yeah. So he's gushing back. Well, he's also a very smart businessman because he's driving his price up. I don't necessarily believe that this means Trevor Bauer is coming to the Mets, but what it does do is it puts other teams that were interested in him on blast that the Mets are in play. Right, but now I feel like the Mets have to overpay to get him because this will be looked at from skeptics like myself who heard the Mickey Calloway press conference to start. The, uh, uh, what's his name? Brody Van Wagenen. We were going to win championships every year. It's all talk. We need action. And if this Trevor Bauer slips through and goes somewhere else, Let me Jerry, ask you this. That's going to be a bad look. They don't get Trevor Bauer, but they sign George Springer and JT Real Muto. Yeah, we'll take that. Yeah. <laughs> but they're forcing, they, they, they've already painted themselves into a corner. I don't think so. I, you know, I, I know where, I know where you're going mm. with that. But I yes. do not think that the offseason is a failure if they don't sign Trevor Bauer. I don't. Failure. It is not. 
It is not. Now, if you told me Trevor Bauer has signs with the Yankees tomorrow, <laughs> well, that's okay. a problem. Or the Padres, you know, they. they when could can be these employed. guys start signing? They can now. Oh, they well, can now. You had on. Robbie Ray signed with the Blue Jays, I think, the other day. Robbie Ray did. Yeah. Are you a big fan of Robbie Ray? You have any Jerry, idea when what I th- position Robbie Ray plays? <laughs> Robbie Ray. You got nine. Take a shot. I'm gonna say pitcher. Yes. When I think of of uh, Blue Jay pitchers, I think of Dave Steeb. <laughs> Here we go again. <laughs> I'm just thinking back to all my old baseball cards. I think of Al Leiter. Al Leiter with the Blue Jays. I do. I do. I don't know why. That just pops right in my head. I have no idea why. I'd love to see a Dave Steeb Mario Soto matchup on an old. Well, they were in different leagues, so they didn't play each other. But that would be something I would watch on television. You really are a throwback baseball fan. Yeah. It really oh, man, I was so locked in when I was a kid like that. Like, I feel like guys. like yesterday I heard um, Craig and Evan doing the uh, unboxing of the baseball cards. And I feel like that would have been right up your alley. Picking yeah. out a Topps 1988 rated, uh, not where I guess Fleer did the rated rookie, but like an, a Topps baseball card from the Oakland A's from 1988. Yes. And you would have been able to recognize, you know, many of those players. Yet if right. I asked you... Who played left field for the Mets this year? It would take you a half hour to come up with a name. <laughs> right. Really Meanwhile, like A's, 1988, I bet Carney Lansford was on that team. I think he played third base. See, that's impressive. I don't, <laughs> You could have given me till next week. If you asked me who Carney Lansford played for in the 80s, I would not have known. Yeah. But I just go back are. to visually looking at my baseball cards. The baseball cards. cards. Yeah. Nope. There's no, well, there's two things, I think, in my life that have helped me in that way. A, the baseball cards as a kid. And then for about a two-year period, not so much anymore, but for a two-year period, the um, the DraftKings and the yeah. FanDuel with the fantasy daily fantasy stuff, and right. just looking at the names and the stats of the players, it really—I mean—you felt like you knew every roster across Major League Baseball. It was the same with the baseball cards when we were kids. And uh, the video games also helped. The ones that had the MLB. Oh, for sure. but see, I never played the video games. Yeah, I know you weren't a big video game guy, but that would help huge. Because you'd know all the you know the lineups for the teams you were playing against. My you son knew your asked team, me, of course. My son yesterday, he's sixteen. He asked me about our fan. So we do the fantasy football league here that Ernie Acosta runs, and he pretty much runs it. He's the commissioner. He is, and my son runs our team. And he comes to me last night and he goes, "Do you want to go with player X or player B at wide receiver this week?" I said, "And they play for who?" <laughs> and he's looking at me like I'm nuts. I, dude, I've never even heard. One was a one was a receiver on the Chargers, and another one was a receiver on the Colts. Uh, he knows them all from the Madden right. twenty and twenty one. Yes, knows them it all. It helps. Yeah, hundred percent. That's why he loves watching Red Zone because he feels like he knows everybody. Yeah. Oh yeah. I think we got to so, get on the football uh, video gaming. Yes. So they they opened they they unboxed a baseball card yesterday. Yeah, it was, it was actually I saw very was a video. It was it was actually very funny because Craig was going over. Uh, the cards. So someone sent him roughly three thousand baseball cards in a box, and he said, "You know, they sent it to him at the station, and he wanted to see which players Evan could identify." And so well, they did four, five, whatever, not a big deal. And then they came up with a Ken Griffey Jr. I found this interesting because they came up with a Ken Griffey Jr. Donruss rookie card, which I have. I want to say two sheets full in my card collecting book, which I didn't think really be worth much, but it was worth twenty five bucks. And I have like nice. 10 of them at home, but whatever. So I thought that was interesting. So Craig said, all right, $25. We know there's at least one card worth $25 in here. We've only picked out four cards out of the box. There's at least 3,000 cards here. How much would you give me for the box? So Evan offered him 100 bucks for the box. They go to break. They come back. Evan found the packaging in the garbage. It was sent to Carton and Roberts. <laughs> <laughs> And then Craig cut open an orange and pulled out an Oscar Gamble card. <laughs> it was actually very funny. So that was pretty good. And I legit don't think Craig realized it was sent to both of them. I think right. he saw it and just opened it. And why Evan went in the garbage and got the packaging, I have no idea. To see, a- like, am I paying for cards that were sent to me as well? <laughs> Boomer true. has the same disease, although it, it sometimes will just say, Al or, or <laughs> Craig, and he just opens it. Yeah, well, I guess you can. So it was very funny. I heard Howard Stern one time years ago yelling at Baba Booey for taking some stuff home, even though what, and he was like, well, it was addressed to, to me. He goes, when it's addressed to you, it means me. <laughs> That's not right. That is not right. Oh, man. 
That's funny. So if something was addressed to you, Boomer should just take it. No, definitely not. But right. he does. Sometimes right. he does. Exactly. Especially, well, I think he only does if he knows what it is and, and was expecting it. That's fair. I could see that. Like he, if someone from Utz said, we're going to send you a whole bunch of potato chips and he sees an Utz box with my name on it, he's like, these are all our Utz's. Well, I'm opening this up. In fairness, he probably worked the deal, so I get that. Right. That makes sense. Yes. But if there's like a, a yellow manila envelope addressed <laughs> to Al Dukes, there's no reason why Boomer should take it. That's right. Unless he just assumes there's pictures of Boomer in it and they want his autograph for you. Right, which is possible. As oh, well. it's only Al's tax information. I'm chugging this. Garthold's right in the garbage. <laughs> Funny. Mm-hmm, yes. Jerry, Marcus Stroman is a big deal, not a big deal. I feel like I, him, him staying with the Mets. I, you know what? I think. I've lost my love for him. Well. Here's what, I don't know about losing love for him. Here's what I would say: He underachieved when he was here. I I don't think you can. I don't think he could argue with that. And so what I like about it is what I said to G yesterday on the show. He's on a one year deal. It's eighteen point nine million dollars. It's a lot of money, and he's now going to be pitching in front of an owner with deep pockets. If you ever wanted to see Marcus Stroman pitch and be motivated, it's going to be this year. So I I think it's good. And, you know, you might get the best of Stroman this year because I don't think we got the best of Stroman when he pitched here a year and a half ago. You're listening to the best of Marcus Stroman. Uh, Jeff K on Twitter says when he thinks of Blue Jays pitchers, he comes up with Roger Clemens. That's a weird See, one. I don't. I don't know why. I actually think of Clemens, Red Sox, Yankees. I don't think of – and I know he won the Cy Young Award with the Blue Jays. I'm almost, I'm almost certain of that. He was really good there. I don't, I don't think of him as a Blue Jay. I don't know why. But you got to right. go, go Dave Steeb. He was on the Blue Again Jays. Again with the Dave Steeb. From 79 to 92. That's a long seven time. Seven-time All-Star. That is a long My time. Gosh. Or David Cohn winning the World Series. See, no, I don't think of David Cohn either. I don't think Cohn of David Cohn is a Blue Jay either. That's the problem with free agency. It really yeah, is. Yeah, I hate free agency. I like, do too. Like, you're, let's say you're living in Cincinnati right now. Trevor Bauer just won the Cy Young. You can't even celebrate it. He's out of there. Well, he actually... Out of there. He has left open the possibility of staying there. He did? He did. He has, yes. He's leaving all his options open. He's smart. You know what? The more teams that want you, the more money you're going to make, especially in this pandemic era. Yeah, it is. It's a new era, Jerry. It's the new normal pandemic era. You need some leverage, as they say. I guess. It just stinks. Like you can't even go, yay. It's like watching a football game. Would you agree? Yeah. Waiting for the flag to be thrown after the play? Right. Great play. Where's the flag? Exactly. Trevor Bauer, nice job, but are you staying? I just won the Cy Young. Now I'm uh now I'm gonna get in a Twitter love fest with the Mets. Well, that's happened. Now we'll see if that progresses. All right, we're gonna take first break of the morning. It's old man radio here on the fan. It's called the warm up show. <laughs> we'll get you boomer and geo coming up at the top of the hour. This portion of the warm up show, Al, we got two sponsors. Not one. Most segments oh, have really? one. We have two. What do we got? This portion of the warm-up show is sponsored by Mercedes-Benz of Morristown Ooh. and by the Exergen Twice Daily Thermometer. Oh, nice. These may be uncertain times, but what is certain is that every family needs a reliable thermometer. Protect your family with the Exergen Temporal Scanner, the only home thermometer used and recommended by hospitals, physicians, and clinics. Stay safe with Exergen. Coming right back on the fan. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Alan Jerry, social distancing before it was cool. All right, what do you say? 524, it is a Thursday morning. We are working our way through the work week. So it's funny how yesterday we were talking about Steve Cohen taking over for the Mets. And, you know, is this something uh, the Mets fans are so excited about? Are they kind of getting a little too giddy? Blah, 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 blah. And, Al, you were talking about how, you know, you don't want it to be broken promises, you know, when – They've hired different managers in the past. You know, is this something to get excited about? Is it not? Well, I bring to you a little story from a city called Oklahoma City. You've heard of them? 
Uh, the, Oklahoma City, I have, yep. The Thunder play there. Oh, yes, OKC. So they have a new head coach, and, you know, I think it is an exciting time when a basketball team turns the page. For the Nets, they have Steve Nash. That was interesting. For the Knicks, they've turned the page. They've got Tom Thibodeau. How do you think it's being received in Oklahoma City? Before Eddie plays this clip, um, well, no, how about this? We'll just play the clip. This is from KOCO TV, as they named their new head coach yesterday, and he was very honest <laughs> in terms of maybe what the reaction might be. Go ahead, Eddie. Most Thunder fans have never heard of Mark Dagnalt. Can't pick him out of a lineup. But he's your new head coach. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> I don't know why. Where did he come from? <laughs> he was an assistant. He's from Mars. <laughs> he was an assistant. But, I mean, just the fact that you're in that city and they're saying that no one knows who he is and he's their new guy. He might be a great head coach. This is an interesting start, though. We don't know who he is, though. I saw his name in print. I said, what the hell is this? The, the, the car guy, Daewoo? I couldn't even pronounce it. So I had to go to videos to find out the pronunciation. And that's what I came up with. That's how the Giants should have been introducing all their head coaches. Ben McAdoo, this guy we have now, Joe, Joe Judge. Judge. Well, everybody knew probably Pat never Shermer heard of this was. guy. Pat Shermer. Man, we knew him. We knew Tom oh, right, Coughlin was. was. Mm, that's oh yeah, yeah, Tom Coughlin. Yes. Right. Well, those are the only the legend like, recent Dan Reeves. We've heard the of him. Legend. Yeah. Ray Handley wasn't a great one. No, not a good one. He was. Although that's the reason I called Ed and Dave back in the day. My only call you, to the radio station you, before you, I called Joe. You were wanting to yell about Ray Hanley? I wasn't. No, I'm not a Giant fan. I wasn't yelling about Ray Hanley. I was. I thought he was a sacrificial lamb when Parcells quit so late towards the season beginning. And did you use that phrase when you got on the air? Uh, no, I don't remember exactly what I said, but I want to say he wasn't given a fair shot, something like that. Now, Let's go to Jerry in Hazlitt, New Jersey. Matawan, thank you very much. Let's go to Jerry in Matawan. Yeah. Did you say first-time caller, long-time listener? I did not. I don't believe I did. did. Did you say, hi, this is Jerry and Medawan? I did not. No, I was ready to go. You were go. professional. I was nervous, but I was ready to go. Did you say, love your show? No. You know why I didn't? Because I listened to that show, and I also know and you, you didn't. And you, you hated it. No, no, no. I didn't hate No, I, I love Ed Coleman. Are you kidding me? And Dave was fine. The what was What was noticeable about their show was... They didn't leave callers on for long. So it was kind of like I knew I had to get on, make my point, and I probably wasn't get going to get to respond, which was the case. So, no, I didn't do any of that stuff. No. Although I did try to get the president of the United States to say first time, long time, and his people thought I was trying to pull a fast one on him. They, they thought it was some sort of, like, yes. goof. Yeah, I was with Mike and Chris, and they wouldn't have, that was when I filled in for Ooh. Carlin as the producer. He was out sick, vomiting, and I was thrown into the producer's chair. Next thing you know, I'm talking to Bill Clinton. He had the first case of coronavirus, Chris Carlin, way back. <laughs> I don't think that was the case. Way back. You know, we talked about Trevor Bauer and like the guy just wins a Cy Young Award and he'll probably be leaving the Reds. And like probably. how that sucks. Yeah. Well, one way I think you can get your players to stay in your town is to do what Buffalo Bills fans did. This is cool. For Josh Allen. Yeah. So his grandmother passed. And I guess in lieu of flowers and that sort of thing, she she was looking for donations to a children's hospital. Right. This is amazing. And Bills fans donated $200,000. And still going. Or, and still going, right? That's the last I looked. Yeah. And he says now, Josh Allen says, he never wants to leave Buffalo. Right. Just don't That's throw, how you Just don't throw four interceptions a game for the next three weeks and you'll be fine. <laughs> But that's how you keep a guy in your town. Yeah, no doubt. Even when you it's going to be it zero degrees in January and he's playing playoff football, he's right, going to want to be there. Right, because in a couple of years, if free agency hits and he's thinking other things, I'm a Bills fan. I go, what about when your grandmother died and we we gave, we donated $200,000? Then you'd be like, mm, I got to stay here. Very true. I think it's that's a, a good way to do it. It's a great job by the Bills fans. No yeah. question about it. Man, Terrific I feel job. like they've done something like that before in the past, too. Not necessarily raising money. But did something... Like for Jim Kelly. Like some good deed. Yeah, maybe. They're good deeders. They are. They're crazy in the parking lot, as I've they told are. you. I they saw a guy set himself you. on fire by mistake. They'll set themselves on fire, jump through tables, yes. uh, do wrestling moves, and this sort of thing. But they, when, they, good when they're people. asked to step up, they're good people. Yes. They good listen. people of Buffalo. They're living in Buffalo. They need their bills. They do. Bill Belichick, in his uh, weekly interview with WEI in Boston, it was uh, also brought up that uh, he doesn't like coffee. 
and doesn't like coffee-flavored things either. Not a fan of coffee, Jerry. Yeah. He says, no offense to Dunkin' Donuts, but a lot he of people. doesn't like coffee. A lot of people he, don't like coffee. And he says he will eat any sweets. He loves ice cream. He loves cake, but he will not eat coffee-flavored ice cream. Well, here's where he's wrong because he's not aware of it. He should have the Dunkin' Donuts culotta. A culotta? Oh, my God. Absolutely. Has it got flavors of a coffee yes. in it? Because he's not interested. No, but yes, he will be. It's like an ice cream shake. But he doesn't even like ice cream uh, coffee flavor. He, I, I Listen, if you can get a culotta to Bill Belichick, my money is on. I don't care what he said about coffee. It doesn't taste like coffee. He will love a culotta. The first time you are getting into when you want to be someone who drinks coffee, the best route to go is Dunkin' Donuts and have them put the sugar in themselves because oh, they will— The light and sweet? Yeah, they will— So good. Coat, they will cover the entire bottom with an inch of sugar. It is so good. I'm t- I told you the delicious. story on the podcast when my wife and I started drinking coffee. We st- Well, I mean, I started in college because I was working overnights in a supermarket, and then I would literally go right to, to, to class— and I wouldn't get to sleep until like 4 o'clock in the afternoon. So I started drinking coffee out of necessity. And it was good. And then all of a sudden, we started drinking the Dunkin' Donuts coffee. And for whatever reason, I didn't know how to order it. So I just got a light and sweet because I had heard someone say that before. I'm like, but this is delicious. So I remember telling my wife, who was never a coffee drinker, I'm like, just taste this. You might like it. And she loved it. And I would say for about a year, we would go to Dunkin' Donuts three or four times a week. And we would get medium coffees, light and sweet. Until the day that we went in and we ordered it, now through the drive-thru, but went in and watched them make it. And we asked them if they actually put coffee in it or if it's right. just cream and sugar. Sugar, 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 sugar. <laughs> Ow. It had to have been a third of the cup of sugar. <laughs> so you think God, it Bill, was good, though. If Bill Belichick just gets a culotta. A culotta. Now, now you have to stop drinking those because you've got cholesterol problems, Jerry, well, and you're on... Lipitor. I so that's so to me. Get out of those. I would treat a culotta like I would treat like a Carvel milkshake. They are outstanding, but I personally can't drink them often because I'll blow up from weight. I told you when the culotta first came out, I was working. I worked Monday through Friday. I filled in for Ackerman a couple of days, and I worked Monday through Friday at the fan, and I was working the five p.m. to eleven forty shift. And so I remember I went there at two thirty. I got a culotta on Monday. I couldn't get over how good it was. Tuesday, I got another one. It was so good. I went back Wednesday. Thursday, I noticed my pants were a little snug. And then Friday, and all I kept thinking was, I'm drinking coffee. And, and I thought it was just like coffee and ice. And then I went to work on Friday. I got another one. <laughs> I, I unbuckled my pants to drive to work. <laughs> Boy, when you go into a beverage, you go all in. <laughs> it was so good, You're though. Like, I like this culotta. <laughs> I shall have one every day. It was I like, like, it was a drug. It was so good. And then I went, I remember going in and I saw Spitz and uh, he was the first person I saw. And I sat down immediately. He's like, oh, we seem focused today. And I'm like, yeah, I need to find these nutritional facts on this drink I'm having because something's not adding up. <laughs> like, well, all right. It's, that's a lot of calories. My bad. Right now, someone's on their way to work going, now I need to stop for a culotta. Oh, they're it'll just so be this, good. It'll just be this one time though. Or go to Carvel and get a milkshake. Although they're or probably milkshake. not open at 530 in the morning. That's my, that's probably my favorite drink of all time. Is the Carvel chocolate shake? Wow! Yeah, like I could get the extra large, mm-hmm. and I could f- I could actually feel my stomach about to explode, and I would keep sipping it. <laughs> I hope your doctor's not listening to this program. <laughs> I don't drink, but I don't get them anymore. This is Jerry's, this is Jerry's <laughs> cholesterol's already through the roof. Now he's drinking culottas, Carvel milkshakes, light and sweet Dunkin' Donuts. How about this for a night? How about this for a night? <laughs> it's, it's sad, but I have done this in the past. You get a you get a pizza with you know two or three slices, pepperoni and sausage on it, and then you go for the cardinal shake. Just go all in. Listen, I'm giving up this night, <laughs> and then I don't eat for a week. <laughs> <laughs> I have done that, hmm. not that's often, a, but I've done that's, it. That's that's one way to do your diet, Jerry. <laughs> you just eat one right instead of intermittent fasting. We'll call it daily fasting. Daily eat, fasting. Eat one day off for six. <laughs> yeah. The one day I'll have pizza, uh, Dunkin' Culottas, oh. Carvel milkshakes, and then I won't eat anything. But why, how come the things that are so incredibly tasty and good and fun, so bad? I know everything yeah, in moderation. Yeah, it stinks. Like you eat an apple every day. All right, they're fine. But why want a milkshake every day? Can't do that. Cannot do that. What about dipping uh, French fries in milkshakes? Can't do that every day oh, either. 
That was a treat. See, you that, can. That was another thing back in the day. You get the milkshake with the fries or you get the cheese fries in the milkshake. Now, you don't dip those together. The diners in New Jersey also sell disco fries, I think they're called. What's that? Some sort of French fries with gravy on top. Oh, yeah, I've seen that. Sure. (laughs) I didn't know they were called disco fries. And also, train wreck fries or something. The other one, too, which a lot of people love, and rightly so, is the Wendy's French fries with the frosting. Right. That's That's a combo. That's a good combo. Absolutely tremendous. So. All right, I'm hungry, so we're going to take a quick break. I'm starving. Then. i got to hit the vending machine. <laughs> it's 535. I'm kidding. Uh, this portion of the warm-up show brought to you by 877-8-ABUSED. We are 25 minutes away from a monster show with Boomer and Geo, so don't go away. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Al and Jerry, they suffered for their art. You know, back now, in, all right, it's no, your turn. Right, fine. Back in the day, when they used to do the highlights on Monday Night Football on ESPN, they would call it the fastest however many minutes in TV. I actually think this is like the fastest hour on radio. It's already 542, which is bizarre. But one quickie for you, Al, just to go back to the Bills. I mentioned I feel like they had done something like this before. Bills fans, yes. So people reached out on Twitter, and I knew it was something. When Andy Dalton beat the Ravens with that last-second touchdown, that put the Bills into the playoffs for the first time since, whatever, 2000 or 99 or whatever. years, yeah. Something like that. Bills fans immediately went to Andy Dalton's charity and raised over $250,000 as a thank you. Amazing. That is cool. That is very cool. Who sent that to us? It was, I would like to give credit. I had a few people, uh, actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sean. Was it Sean? Was one person who sent it to me, tagged right. me in it. I had yeah, that was a good job by them. Rob Reinhardt. Rob Reiner, good job. Rob yeah, Reiner. and also, oh, and Gorilla. Uh, gorilla. gorilla. And gorilla. also Robert uh, on Twitter oh, says. sending it to me too. What are we doing? Blue Jays, Jimmy Key. I don't know how I didn't think of him. Uh, Roy Halliday was another one I got. A guy named Tom Hankey. David Wells, he pitched for the Blue Jays too? Yes, he did. All these Yankees went up north. Well, because all the Yankees, well, I don't want to say that. You want to say when they're washed up, they go to the Blue Jays? No, 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 not at all. The Yankees go out and get great pitchers from other places to fill in the gaps. Like you take our, you, uh, our pitchers go to Canada, we'll get somebody else to take your place. Something like that. Well, something like, not really, but. Oh, not that. Not really. I'm just saying, if they need someone, they go get someone. Right. That's all. Gout.com. He had to go up to Canada, uh, David Wells, to promote that. Uh, David Black on Twitter, Jerry, wants to know what your opinion is on DJ LeMayhew not accepting the Yankees' qualifying offer. Uh, Easy. He's going to get a lot more money in a lot more years. From the Yankees, probably. Maybe. I think the Yankees would be silly not to let him go because I think he'll have offers from a lot of different places. Yankee fans going to be pissed. If he leaves, yeah. 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 DJ LeMayhew is one of the best... Just natural hitters I've seen. DJ LeMay. Like, he's the type of guy, every time he's up, I feel like he's going to get a base hit. And I feel like he looks over the defense and puts the ball where he wants to. Yes, Jerry. You hit him where they ain't. Yeah, and he does that. He He really does that. Lamar Jackson, Jerry, says that uh, when he goes to the line and starts calling plays, that the opposing defenses are calling out their plays. Yes, this was on the Rich Eisen show. Rich Eisen show. Yeah. Lamar Jackson said that there. Yeah. On Peacock? On the Peacock. Wherever network? it is, Who, I saw the clips on there. How did hmm. Now you clearly you read the article. How did, I know, it you was know like in funny? the second paragraph that he told the Rich Eisen show. Yeah. Well what's funny about these these shows, like the shows with big name guys hosting, Rich Eisen, yeah. Dan Patrick, I am convinced no one actually hears the shows because they're on places that you would really have to hunt for. But they get guests, bigger name guests, because of their name. Like oh, people no doubt. Know, and then the only way we know about them is when other people write 
articles about their interviews. That or when they do. And I think our place has done a really good job posting a lot of videos recently of our show, yes. Moose and Maggie, Craig and Evan. I think we've really done a good job of doing that. And I think what a lot of these other shows are doing is exactly that. So, for instance, Aaron Rodgers is on with Pat McAfee every week. And so I'm going to have audio from him coming up because I already went through it. And I don't, I did not realize that. So McAfee is now on Sirius. But beyond that, I also was not aware that you can listen to the Pat McAfee show through CBS Sports Radio, I think, because I heard it on HD radio the other day. Is that right? Yeah. So, but again, it's not like it's an easy find. But they do an amazing job of putting video clips out. And so even though I don't listen to that show, I feel like I listen to that show. Right. And that's, the to me, the difference between having a guest on your radio show or playing clips. Because you don't have to sit through the whole 20-minute interview. You hear the clips of the, the couple of good, fun things that were said. True, but they do, they do put four or five minutes at a time out. And I, feel, yeah. I find I watch it all. I actually do, but I don't, you're right, I don't sit there and watch the 25 minutes, but I do watch a couple of four or five minute clips for sure. And the one good thing, Al, about the Peacock is that it's free. I don't know how many of these things of that nature are totally free, Yeah, but this is, because they realize nobody's going to effing pay for it. Peacocking. I even saw that uh, Dan Lebitard, you see he's fighting with ESPN. I think this is amazing what he's doing. Well, they fired one of his producers uh, as a cost Without telling him. Without telling him. And then I guess he, Dan Lebetard, hired him back himself as his personal assistant. Yeah. But then Dan Lebetard also commented that they've moved his show to ESPN Plus, which he knows nobody's watching. Yeah. Well, you know what? For $3 million a year, go do it on Mars if you have to. <laughs> now, is Dan, he still, is that the TV show? I think yeah. he does TV and radio. The, he does, but yeah. I was wondering what they're doing with the radio. I have no idea. It is the radio amazing, they, though. They've put on the ESPN Plus. Wow, that Got too. Ooh, it's embarrassing. Yeah, and that's the pay one, isn't it? Yeah. Yes, yeah, I, I, that I, I pay for. That's on you. It is. Because you, you get Mac football games or something with it? Yeah, and I can watch, you know, ULM versus uh, <laughs> Texas State. You really have right. nothing going on, do you? <laughs> well, well, he loves it. I he love is going football. on. He loves the I know football. he does. But you're, you're talking football. about college football games, Al, that take four hours. His <laughs> wife must hate him. No, it's like, uh, no, I, I don't waste all the time. Um, so you um, don't sit down and watch the entire no, game? Well, so, if there's a really special game, I will make an attempt. But that usually, you all right, know. So give, all right, so give the, the one you just mentioned, UL, what was it? ULM who? Texas State. How much of that did you actually watch? Oh, I was just, just throwing that out as an example of a game that would be on. Had ESPN. it been on, how much would you watch? Oh, I would. I would probably check it. I would have the one uh, game on the screen, and then one game I would have that on the iPad. Oh, good lord! And and uh, just sort of check it out. Could you see Eddie on his couch with the iPad? Four dogs on top. Three yes, or four dogs on top. Easily. Of them. Matter of fact, that's exactly what I think it would look Bowl like. It's like a perfect Saturday. <laughs> wow. Watching Fugazi college football. I mean, here's the here's the image, and this is legit for anybody out there. Al just gave you the image of Eddie, and the the image of Al is literally a bowl of Tostitos and salsa in front of him right. with murder mysteries on. Yeah, and whimsy not on the couch but on the floor in her yeah, bed. Yeah, she she will has no interest in this couch, you know. And I was very against dogs on the couch. Oh, very were you? against it. Yeah. Very. I was very vocal about yes. it. Yes, but, but now I I feel mm, like I like shocking. The, I'd like to cuddle with the dog. Of on the course, she was the best. But she was no interest. How well, many? Because you started off like with her on the floor. How many things in your life do you think you have been so opposed to? Right. Until I don't know, you stepped in someone else's shoes and realized it's not so bad. It happened yesterday when uh, when I was right. fighting Geo about Bitcoin, and then I went out and bought some Bitcoin. It's tw- I mean, that's two <laughs> things you've admitted in less than 24 hours. <laughs> and now here you go. Just uh, to start out, if you want to get into that cuddling with the dog, start yeah. out by sitting next to her on the floor. Why your, do you do that? And putting your hand. And then, like, if you can lift her up, which I... I'm guessing you can. What does she weigh? About 55 pounds? Uh, yeah, 60 pounds. So you just, you know, at one point, she's not going to freak out. Just pick her up, put her on the couch, and or lure her up there with a little treat. And I go like this to her. Come here, whimsy girl. Come on up. Come on up, whimsy girl. She doesn't. She doesn't come up. Coming up next on Dork Radio. <laughs>
You are listening to Dork Radio. How to give your dog a physical. Jerry, what are the Jerry, what are the chances? Uh, I see this Nick Faldo is saying something about he's going to get nude and run around the Masters. I, you know what? I saw this in the email Spirit. you sent before I came in here. I, I, I'm not aware of this. So okay, he's going to so run around nude if what happens. Well, he was talking about Bryson DeChambeau. Right. And this talk that the there's potential that he could reach the 445-yard par four first hole green at the Masters with his tee shot. Hmm. And See, Nick Falto said, hmm. when he does, I will leap out of my tower and run around naked around Augusta National. Because he doesn't think it's possible. And Jerry, you would know, he probably can hit 370. Oh, no, now, he, those... no, no, he definitely can. But the question I would have at Augusta National, here, here would you ha- you'd have to know. Are, is it dry? Are the conditions dry where the ball's going to run, number one? Number two, is it a downhill hole or is it an uphill hole? And I, one is one of those holes where you see but not really. Like, I could tell you just from watching the event all these years, I mean, I could picture 10 through 18 in my mind. For whatever, I don't, I don't know one. And the, so, the guys who just know. do, you know, those drive competitions where all the just see who Yeah, but I don't it. know how legit that stuff is. Yeah, but, like, what are those distances, and do they count the those roll? Those guys hit the ball 450 yards. And do they count the roll or not? I don't not? know, because I, I don't watch it. I find it goofy. It I've is. Seen it's them, like, and I, yeah, it's, I, I don't know that they're using legit conforming equipment. It's I don't like know what type of derby. ball they're Yeah, but it's like a home run derby on steroids, for lack of a better term. I don't know if they're using you know, advanced flight golf balls. I don't know what they're doing with that stuff. Or are they going into the golf shop and buying the top flight balls that I'm using and using the same driver? Maybe they are. I don't know. And if that's the case, how the hell are they not on tour if they can hit the ball 450 yards? And his driver, the DeChambeau, isn't it like tremendous? The bed? Well, the head, yeah. Yeah. But a lot of guys have that. It's all about the club head speed. Shut up, Al. It was not clean anyway. I know it wasn't. I know it wasn't. Now, I know there's like a hurricane coming up through Florida. Uh, I know it's supposed to be wet today, but uh, what if he? What if uh, Bryson DeChambeau has a really hurricane force winds at his back? Then that means Nick Faldo is going to strip down and run Get around nude. with his stuff out. That's what that means. Getting nude. Getting nude. All right, we have to. I mean, Being that's the warm-up nude. show in a nutshell, right there. Getting nude and talking Being about nude. dogs. <laughs> that's what we're doing. Five fifty-two. Let's take one final break. Why not? And then we will have one remaining thought, and then Boomer and Geo come up at 6 o'clock. This portion, though, has been sponsored by the Exergen Twice Daily Thermometer. Fever is the leading sign of COVID-19, so use an accurate thermometer for twice-daily temperature checks. Protect your family with the Exergen Temporal Scanner, the only home thermometer used and recommended by hospitals, physicians, and nurses. Stay safe with Exergen. Time now for a Radio.com Sports Minute. It is the great Amy Lawrence talking about Russell Westbrook and where he's going to end up. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. All right, a couple more minutes till we get you to Boomer and Geo. You got Thursday Night Football coming up later tonight. Marcus Stroman uh, does accept the $18.9 million. And this real quick, Al, Crystal Presti left his Twitter thing open in here. That's stupid. Ooh, that's a bad job. What should I write? Hmm. I've resigned my position at WSU. Where do you get Sunday night, Monday night, and Thursday night football? Well, that would be right here on The Fan.